I'm Shannon. I'm Emma. And welcome to This Podcast Doesn't Exist. What are we doing today, Shannon? Well, I have a setup for you. I know you do. So That's you why I, don't I, look I, my I, notes. I'm sorry. It's hard not to. Don't look at my notes. Hold on. Let me get my like movie announcer mm. voice on. Yeah, mm. go ahead. The Dark Knight Rises. The Return of the King. The as-of-yet unreleased National Treasure 3. Oh, I can't wait. Amazing things come in trilogies, and Taylor Swift conspiracy theories are no exception. Hey! There was too much chaos and clownery to squeeze into my last episode, so I decided to make this a three-parter. I'm honestly, I'm so excited for this. I Just to clarify, everybody, I actually knew this was coming, so this it, isn't a surprise yes. to me. Well, the reason... Emma, that you knew it was coming, uh? or rather audience, the reason Emma knew it was coming, <laughs> is because today we have a special guest. You may know him as the cardigan guy mm-hmm. on TikTok, mm-hmm. but we know him as the bend and snap guy. <laughs> hey, Steven. My, My God. very bad intro but everyone give it up for everyone's favorite swifty conspiracist steven oh my god (laughs) i was not i was not prepared for the legally blonde throwback like not at all prepared thank you so much because honestly i feel like that was my very first claim to fame that was that was my my original spotlight moment my original well-deserved claim to fame Honestly, yes. I mean, it was an iconic moment. It's, at least it, I, at, in our lives, a very definitive memory. That's I mean, at my, mine as well. I still look back like these days, like even after all of my like theater experiences that followed, I say like one of my most cherished and most fun moments was doing Legally Blonde. Like that was from head to toe, even though I only came in like four weeks before we started, like actually we're on or maybe even three weeks before we open and like it just still like fell right into it the music was so fun everybody was so fun like I just want to it's one of my favorite experiences as well I completely forgot that you weren't there through all of it no I wasn't yeah I I know I now that you say it I'm like oh yeah Yeah. because he wasn't there at the table read Mm -mm. okay but You've just described my ideal scenario because I'm a bad, I'm a bad actor. And I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I hate rehearsal context. I hate the part where we suck, which for a musical is always much longer, right? Because you have to learn the the singing and the dancing. And it hurts more when it sucks. Like it hurts. Right? And you're like, oh, I don't want to be here. But you know, you have to be here. But you just got to skip that part and be like, harmonies i don't know her i just got here i'm gonna sing whatever i want i literally came in and decided i was just gonna sing whatever like sierra's part was like exactly. like i was gonna sing the melody through and through the entire time because i knew it and i was like i'm not wasting all this time like i'm no, I, I gotta should you i had to focus on choreography and all that stuff and that was far more complicated than the oh, music yeah. which i already knew so it was just you know, but again, the most fun I think I've ever had as, as an ensemble member, at least. Yeah. So yes, fun. yes, definitely. I got to be a cheerleader, which is so far <laughs> beyond what my real personality is. Or I just, just coordination wise. Uh, okay. <laughs> you are self-described Correct. as a Muppet. <laughs> Correct. Correct. 
This is not news to it, the listener. It isn't. It truly, if anyone ever has the instance of seeing me dance, even at my own wedding, has the instance of seeing me dance, it looks as though I am a string bean with a hand up my butt. You, you so don't remember when just... we had to do like the single ladies like back and forth like Oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember doing basically the entire choreography of Beat It from Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, for that's true. one of one of the songs and minus I could the not, moonwalk it, yes i could not for the life of me get the like opposite hand to opposite leg situation and so literally it was just christian being like hi this is the way we're moving let's just go this way and i'm like great <laughs> awesome <laughs> all right coordination right. not so great well this, as much fun as this is, Sorry. <laughs> this is not what we're here for. And let me tell you, there is a lot to get into. Yes, the Shannon has uh, 10 pages of notes. Nine, because one page is sources. I have maybe like four. Oh, yes. Maybe. Everybody, Stephen came prepared. Did have <laughs> This is never, this is a guest first. I and think, I'm calling out my brother. <laughs> I think I scared him a little bit because I texted y'all yesterday when I finished my notes and I was like, it's like 10 pages. And Stephen was like, oh, I'm going to have to brush up on my Swift. I mean, like I mostly just brushed up on the theories. The other stuff I think I kind of have because the theories are far more unhinged and have like a much more jagged path to them than the actual like knowledge of Taylor Swift. So it's like, uh, Hi. you know, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I know. but <laughs> just to give everyone a taste mm. of the Steven experience, could you break it down? I saw a TikTok of yours the other day where you were like, so, so Taylor Swift, for those of you who may not be familiar, so Emma. Yep, that's me. She announced that she'll be doing a song on the soundtrack for the movie oh. uh, adaptation of Where the Crawdads Sing. And... Didn't Steven. even know that was going to be a movie. So yeah, yay. I have never read the book. It's a fabulous. It's a fabulous book. I've read it. Yeah, I I read. I I was working at Barnes and Noble when the book came out, and uh, it was yep. before. It was literally the month before Reese picked it for her book club, and I read it, and I just I based, It was in like two days. I just absorbed the book. It was like she's traditionally like a nonfiction nature writer, and so this was her first novel. And so, like, the characterization and the descriptions were just, like, jaw-dropping when she was talking about the marshes of North Carolina. And, and I posted a picture about it. It's no longer there. I, in a rage, deleted it during one of my Instagram rages. This one does. And I hate that I did this because I posted a picture of me, like, it was, like, artfully and, like, you know, the, you know what you do, right? Yeah. And uh, it was, like, me reading the book, you know? And, uh, um, and the author actually commented on it and it, cause it was like, again, it was before like Reese picked it. So it was before it be, like blew up. So this is when she was like actually handling her own Instagram. And so it was just a nice, but yeah, you should read the book anyway. Sorry for my tangent. What we're hearing is that, uh, Stephen is a trendsetter in every I... sense of the word. No. So we need to just start, just get up Truly. in that I... TikTok. <laughs> I Make mean, sure that you're following him. Even even deleting things off of social, like our Queen Miss Swift. I went scrolling back in time and I forgot that she eliminated her entire web presence and then dropped reputation. I have. Like she deleted everything. So much <laughs> that I remember about all of that. All of that. Trauma. <laughs> so much I, trauma. I remember it like clear as day. 
the day that I, the, 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 I don't remember like the exact moment it happened, but like, I just remember just going to her Instagram account and all of a sudden it just nothing being there. <laughs> a panic moment of thinking, is Instagram broken? No, that was before Instagram crashed every five minutes. No, oh, like yeah. this, it was like, I literally was like, two weeks ago, I had said to my boyfriend at the time, I had said to him, I was like, I just have this feeling that Taylor Swift is about to come out with music. And I don't, I, I cannot possibly tell you why I feel this way, but she's just, and at that time, she, the only two Instagram posts she had put on there were like a screenshot of like a Haim song, or is it Haim? I always say it wrong, whatever it I, is. You're asking the wrong I think people. Kind of, uh, my heart, my strong and wrong, to quote Kathy, Kathy. Clay uh, from Lily Blonde, is Haim. Haim, <laughs> okay. Jewish, right? I, I, maybe. I believe so. Sure. Sorry. I'm with confidence, sure. But she, uh, the, the only two Instagram posts that she had were of a screenshot of one of their songs, I think. And it was, of course, screenshotted at 13 seconds. And then the other one was a song from, uh, was, I think, Greenlight from Melodrama, because Lord was getting ready to put that out. And so, like, those were the only two posts she had for, like, months. And I just remembered looking at that and being like, Something's a little suspicious about this because during 1989, she was everywhere. She was everywhere. And then she was nowhere. She wasn't seen for a whole year. That's the cold open. (laughs) And then she was nowhere. (laughs) But like that's, but that's how shocking not to, I'm sorry that I got off on such a tangent, but like, not you're to. You're totally, are, you're fine. No, you're fine. Like, okay, so give us, give us your crawdads theory. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I, I had a good me. chuckle. That's what you <laughs> asked me. Because that was the question you asked me, not what happened when Taylor Swift disappeared from We Instagram, do this all the time. From the internet. We're like, how did we get here? What's happening? Um, so as far <laughs> as the crawdads thing, I just. I've always had this kind of theory that she would write a really good book and she's always done like poetry and that's sort of how a lot of her like songwriting sparks sometimes is through that sort of creative, creative tool. And I just, I don't know. It it just, something spoke to me about like the idea of her writing a book, especially with the trilogy and folklore of James, August and Betty, which I would literally sell my soul to have that book or movie made either one and then the whole thing with the all too well music video where she's like speaking as like an author reading a book at the end i know it's supposed to be more of a metaphor of like or an an analogy or whatever the correct term is there i'm not you know an english master like taylor swift is i just uh or anybody who might be an english major that i am speaking to (laughs) (laughs) totally fair i will defer to dr swift (laughs) Like, I know it's supposed to, like, symbolize that she's now telling the whole story. I know that the end of that is what that's supposed to be. And, of course, he and the scarf is, like, seeing it from afar and not part of the party. So it's, like, you know, it's very much supposed to be, like, what it actually is. But, like, she never does anything accidentally. At least when it I've comes learned. to her, at least when it comes to her music, you're gonna learn more today, <laughs> right? Like at least when it comes to her music, every and her videos and like what she, everything is deliberate. 
everything is deliberate. Like to the, like there was that post that she did where she was like holding a glass of wine and she was like in a sweater with flowers and she's on a couch and it was a table and it was just like big reputation or something like that was the caption or something along those lines. It was the day that she finished folklore. And like she posted that because it was like, guess what? <laughs> you have no idea. And then like before that, she posted this photo of just her like head on deer and headlights look. And it was the day that she like started writing the album. So it's, I just, sometimes I get so frustrated with how deliberate it all is. So like when she's reading this book, I'm like, yeah, okay. I get what this is meant to be. I get this, what this is meant to look like, but you wrote two albums in quarantine. Like it was nothing. The overachiever that used to exist inside of me knows full well that she is more than capable of writing a whole book and like what a partnership it would be and like what an empowering moment and like entertainment of like an all-female led like production team a writing team like writing the original music like all this stuff and she probably may have even lined up a deal past just doing a book club release of her book to hello sunshine she might have even already sold the movie rights to Hello Sunshine's production company. Yeah, I know, and I know that's because Reese Witherspoon. Reese, yes. Reese is, but Reese is doing the Crawdads movie. Yes. So it's yeah, like, so that's okay. the connection yeah. there. So yeah. like, I just, after All Too Well, the 10 minute video, mm-hmm. it cemented a whole new level of my like, mistrust in her, <laughs> of like being totally transparent, which like she has absolutely no requirement to be transparent to anybody. Like she has, she is a public figure, yes. But like, if she wants to do shit her own way, yeah, she she can. Because I mean, like, she's Doctor Taylor Allison Swift. Like I don't like. It's she just... is the music industry, and plus that would just be like such a classy move for her to make after this amazing chapter of re-recording maybe puts out a little bit of new music and then puts out a book, like a novel, like a, like a magnum opus type deal. Like in, in no short, it would be no shock to anybody if it was brilliant either. There's like no limit to what I believe she would be doing. There's no limit to it. I wouldn't be surprised if in the next 10 years, they would announce a musical called Fearless and it would be a jukebox Taylor Swift musical. I don't want it to be about her life. I would rather it be like, I would rather it be called Fearless, but it'd be about James, Betty, and August. And like, and it just, with all of her music throughout all of the eras, like tell her story thus far. And then she, of course, would write and sprinkle in some new ones and then get her Tony that way as well. So like, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, that's my dream for her to do. So book to musical, like the whole deal. I okay. First Let's of all, get her an EGOT. Let's I go. am I am in love with this idea for a jukebox musical. Because it sounds so beautiful. I mean, Speak Now alone just sounds like a musical theater album. So it's just, it's all, the groundwork is already there because of storytelling. So she could literally take her songs, put it as a book. She could take her songs because the storytelling is so, like, chef's kiss. Like, it is yeah. perfection. So that's my whole track of her writing a book. <laughs> we know that Taylor has known about your TikToks, that she has 
visited a couple of times. So, um, you listening, Dr. Swift? Miss Ma'am, I saw an article today. So I work at a college and I mm-hmm. get all these newsletters from like inside higher ed. There was an article literally about some NYU students selling their tickets, like their family and friend tickets to graduation for like $500. So she's speaking at the graduation, yeah. And I was like, why wouldn't you? Wow. Why wouldn't you? I'd sorry, be like, mom. Sorry, grandma. You can't see me graduate. <laughs> I'm going to make a quick buck. Log into the Zoom. Not me. Not me getting on a charter bus <laughs> and standing outside being like, anyone want to sell me a ticket? Anybody? I haven't Anybody? seen her. I haven't seen her in like five years. So can we please? It hasn't been that long, but yeah, it's, Let's you know. Go. All right. Well. <laughs> today yes friends our primary question because we've talked about you know the secret album the other possible secret album a jonas mm-hmm. brothers club we don't we, you already listened to that we know yeah <laughs> so our primary focus today mm. is one very important question which is which of her re-recorded taylor's version oh. albums will miss swift release next but before we get into it i'm gonna give our listeners and also emma thank you a brief recap it's really funny that was exactly what i needed watching emma's reaction like steven's saying stuff he's like uh 13 and emma's like i don't know what that means it's it's her favorite number (laughs) that's my favorite number. lucky number yeah that's like when she uh i think i think when she won the her like grammy for album of the year it was like on the 13th and like her birthday is december 13th and, like, it's just always been, like, her lucky number. So, yeah. Well, we'll revisit the number 13. And, Emma, Emma, in case you okay. didn't notice, I wanted to say this now. This is one of her cats. I did know that. <laughs> I did know that. This is Benjamin Button. Yes, the baby. <laughs> we don't have to put that in there, but, like, that's, you know. I mean, I, we will. We will. I, okay. Don't worry. <laughs> The cats, the animals are important to me. I just needed to update you all um, that the phrase Olivia Meredith and Benjamin Swift is a trademarked phrase. Like she has trademarked her cats' names. She's like, I've had enough legal battles. No, like I don't even get me started on that (laughs) nonsense. Well, I mean, I know you're probably going to ask me about it. I'm I'm going to do a quick recap. So here we go. All right, so Emma, okay. you and the listeners at home may yep. be wondering, why is Taylor re-releasing her old music with this, like, Taylor's version label? What's up with uh, Well, let me tell you. Taylor was first signed... Wait, do you really not... Hold on, I'm sorry, hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. I, I know pieces, because it was huge news. Okay, I okay, do not know the details. That's all... That's what I needed to Steven make sure. Steven was so concerned. <laughs> She's like, wait a second. She was concerned that I was under a rock. I've told her. Wait, we already I was like, where have you been for two years? <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs> okay, <laughs> we, can, we can resume. I'm so sorry. We can be. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Do you need water? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Do you have the consumption? Yes. Oh, I've consumed too much. Okay. Taylor was first signed with Big Machine Records back in 2005 when she was still twangy and curly-haired and new to the scene. I wanted her hair so bad. She was well, telling his friends he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> so that contract expired in 2018. <laughs> in the meantime, 
She catapulted to superstardom, as we all know, selling millions of records, selling out stadium tours, and crossing numerous musical genres. When her contract was up, she switched labels to Universal's Republic Records. However, Big Machine owns the masters, or original recordings, of her first six albums, as is typical with many recording deals. In her new contract, however, Taylor made sure to secure ownership of her future masters. Thank God. So, shout out to her, businesswoman, queen. Mm-hmm. But, but all of this, so far, pretty standard for the music industry. However, in 2019, Big Machine sold to private equity group Ithaca Holdings, an entity owned by powerhouse music manager Scooter Braun. Sorry, I have to pause. Steven is like visibly fuming. He's an angry crazen. I'm so, He's like, an angry crazen. It's just so ridiculously. It's, it's such an invasion. Like, I can't. It's, all, it's fine. Okay. It's whatever. Keep it, keep it, keep we'll, it together, Steven. We'll keep Here we going. Go. I'm we'll sorry. Keep going. Okay. No, you're good. You're good. So then Scooter sold her masters to another company, Shamrock Holdings, for reported $300 million which was a smart business move for him because the masters continue to make money whenever they are purchased or streamed. Yeah. And we're talking Taylor Swift money. So like I mean, he he has yeah. he has this idea that he has now he has now purchased some of the most sacred and lucrative rights in the music okay. industry. Kind of like Michael Jackson owning Beatles music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I like I love how old school my, <laughs> my No, but I mean that is. is that is exactly it. It's because of how lucrative it is. Yeah. And it would okay. just continue I'm, to I'm build. Sorry. No, you're good. I'm just I had I had to get myself to a point no, where you, I, that I that is exactly the best frame of reference to like use. Perfect. That. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad. <laughs> no, okay. yeah. But to make matters worse, Oy. Taylor's issue stems from the fact that Scooter Braun a man who repeatedly bullied her and also manages Kanye West. If you oh, remember I did not know this. the drama from last time. So he's now making money and owns all of her hard work, all the songs that she's written, all of the, the everything. So Scooter is trash and we hate him. I knew that from last time. Yes. Okay. Correct. <laughs> The wine bottle the has wine been opened. Is being replenished. It is flowing. Here we go. Okay, but so Taylor Swift, the queen, the icon. Yes. She vows to re-record her masters so that the new songs would entirely be under her ownership, her control, essentially making the originals worthless. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yes. So Taylor's second studio album, Fearless, soon to be turned into a musical, maybe in the future, we'll see was the first to get the re-recording treatment. And this is just a recap for anybody who isn't obsessed. Here we go. So (laughs) Fearless, Taylor's version, was released on April 9th, 2021. One of the lead singles, Love Story, Taylor's version, made Swift the second artist after Dolly Parton to have both the original and the re-recording of a single reach number one on the Hot Country Songs charts. Queens! Yes. I love Dolly. Of course. Icon. Icon behavior. (laughs) 
And then I wrote, after some tomfoolery that led us to believe a Hot Girl Summer re-release of 1989 was coming, Taylor flipped the script by dropping Red, Taylor's version, on November 12th, 2021. I literally posted the day before she announced Red. I was like, I'm start to- I said, tomorrow, I'm starting the 1989 era, 1989 Taylor's version era, with or without Taylor Swift at this point, the literal next day. She announced that Red was the next one. Literal next day. I was furious. (laughs) Also elated because Red was my favorite album, like, from back in the day. Like, that was, that's my favorite old one. Yeah. Again, what we're learning, Stephen, is that you're basically just the prophet. Well, I was going to say, what's the opposite of a prophet? I, (laughs) I, uh. A reverse prophet. I weirdly. (laughs) I weirdly say that we, our lives changed on the same day because the same day that I came out of the closet was the same infamous VMA day in 2009. It was the same exact day. Yeah. Thankfully, wow. everybody was talking about something else at school the next day. So like that was <laughs> like, it was, it was literally, I woke up that day and like, I came out to my mom and my best friend, she came over, we watched the VMAs and that happened. So like, it was literally September 13th, 2009. Like it's, a 13 day so like it's you know wow. yeah so like that's wow. my as, as, as crazy and idiotic as that may sound to somebody else it's like that idiotic. was uh that's just that's how I've always felt like ever since then like all of her albums has always some kind of like intertwined with what's going on in my life or what I have just gone through so it's and then folklore was like exactly what I needed at that point in time of the pandemic exactly what I needed and then just when I thought the serotonin was rushing, was like rubbing off, here comes Evermore five months later, you know? So like that, I've always been like, because of that moment, it, that's why it's, it's not going away. So that's, so when you that, say I'm a prophet, that, I think it's because of that. So it's, there's I don't know. So, Yeah, there's some kind of connection. The universe. Pulling you, <laughs> pulling you two along at the same Would pace. you call it an invisible string tying? Taylor to Steven? That's that's a reference. Okay. I, I assumed it was, but I didn't know. <laughs> okay. Do you know the t-shirt that I wore today w- had lyrics from Invisible String on it? So Stop it! That, that, it was the, are there still beautiful things? Like that was the, and it's from Invisible String, which was my original first favorite song on the album on Folklore before Betty. So that was, Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay, again, just uh, proving <laughs> to us. Proof. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We love it. It's, it's also, kind of ridiculous, I, I, honestly. I it's also, wonderful. I, I love Red. I was not like, that was like our college album. That was 2012, a, yeah, right? 2012. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not a Swifty at that point, but I remember her singles playing on the radio. Like, I remember the first time I heard I Knew You Were Trouble, and it was like the so different right because it's like that kind of like dubstepy thing and i had a moment in my car where i literally turned to my friend i don't think it was you it sorry was but i was like is this taylor swift right and then, like, like at the end of the song they were like oh that was and i was like oh that's different for miss country right job. and like and like red was like the first time i think the industry actually took her seriously as like a female artist instead of like a young artist like, because she was playing with so many different sounds. I mean, like, State of Grace sounds like a U2-style, like, stadium rock opening, like, with the 
with the intense drum beats in the very beginning. And then you get this like twangy ban banjo, but with like this pop like reverb of red, where it's like, red, eh, 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 please, dear God, do not put me singing in here. <laughs> but, but, I mean, you can, you can put that in, but like that's, Great. you can put the part of me saying, don't, you know, whatever, you know what I'm, you know. Um, but like, and it just, it has this, but then it comes into Treacherous, which is like her very familiar territory. So like it brings her, fan base kind of back in but then what she does on the very next song is i knew you were trouble and she's like but hold on hold the and like message in a bottle was supposed to be on that album and she wrote these two songs with the same people that wrote like baby one more time and like oops i did it again and they wrote like they did like all of like a lot of the 1989 album they helped write blank space like or produced it and like all this stuff so she was treading into pop territory and like the reason message in a bottle never made it to the album was because schooner braun and that team was like you can't have too much pop on this album because it can't it won't align with your country fan base this the same album where they said can't put a 10 minute song on there nobody's going to want to listen to a 10 minute song and then it became the longest like the longest song to ever chart the number one like Billboard Hot 100. It it because is it's, the it's so good that even I will listen to the entire thing all the way through, and I have the shortest attention span. It's so it's true. because wow. even yeah, the original so version of even the original version of All Too Well, the lyrics continuously change, so your attention yeah. span can't like fade off because it changes the entire yeah. time. It's, and there's barely, it's just a story. There's barely a chorus. Like, it's it's a yeah. monologue, basically. It's like, great. it's just, and anyway, yeah. So that's why Red wow. is fantastic. It's, this, it's great. Steven, <laughs> I didn't share my notes ahead of time, but it's like you're looking on my notes. Because, <laughs> I'm back sorry. To I'm Red sorry. Taylor's no, version. You are, to do not apologize. No. No, no, no. But so these new re-recordings not only allowed Taylor to reclaim that ownership, but also gave her the opportunity to release vault tracks, including the banger, the song of a summer, Message in a Bottle. Makes me dance and smile every time I listen to it. Also, it in case you were under a rock, um, she also released the 10-minute long version of the breakup banger, All Too Well, which... If you haven't listened to it, what are you doing? Take some time for yourself. <laughs> well, where have you been since November? That's my question. <laughs> like that, that too. It's it's such a cultural thing now, and it's a short film. So if you need a visual to keep you focused, you can look at. I was so conflicted because I love Dylan O'Brien so much, but he was so good, and I hated him so much watching that. <laughs> I was like, he's so this convincing. Is such good acting. I, I was like, he looks smelly and evil. And that's how I pictured Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. Like, and I learned recently, like I think Lil Brian tweeted that like that kitchen scene in the video, like she just approached them and was like, hey, um, let's kind of like improv a fight here. Like, let's just kind of like see where it goes. Like, this is kind of the ground base where I want you to be. This is what I want you to be talking about. But like, let's just, let's just see how this works. Let's just try it. Ugh. So good. Put it on your homework list, Emma. I Okay, I have seen pieces of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen the whole thing. No. Oh, honey. 
I know. I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll get. I get promise. Some tissues. I'll pro- I promise, Stephen, that I will do it. In a dark room. There was really only one part that actually had me break down, and that was. Um, I mean, I'm going to say it because you know, it's That's not fine. really. You're not spoiling. It was. For me. It was a part where Sadie Sink is like laying on the bed after their breakup, and he's like calling, and she is just sobbing, and she's like curled oh, up in her bed. Yeah, she's wearing, she's yeah. wearing his shirt. Ugh. Yeah, and I literally, I was kind of like holding it together the entire time because it, it was, even before the 10-minute version, my favorite Taylor Swift song of all time because I was like, there's no lyricism in any other song that I've ever heard that beats this. Like, I just don't know where that exists. I just, I was like, okay, you've got this. Even with the shocking new lyrics, even with just like all of it kind of hitting you at once, you, you're fine, right? Like, you've heard it already. It's been a day. Like, you're ready. That, it flashed to that scene of Sadie just utterly heartbroken. And I let out just, like, this audible, like, <laughs> like, just, just <laughs> it, everything that I had been holding in had just leaked right out of me. Like, it was just, because so, I, because I identified with it so much. Like, I identified with yeah. that feeling so much. And I was like, this is why she's so great is because she puts to words the feelings that we've had growing up and like in our relationships and in our heartbreak. And then and she puts it into words in ways that we maybe never could. And it's right. just and so, like, Oh, people trash her or like try to say she's not quality because she's like, Oh, she writes all these breakup songs. And I'm who like, the hell does it? Yes. We all know that she's writing about Jake Gyllenhaal. And, like, yes, I've never dated someone who's, like, almost 20 years older than me. But the lyrics are relatable. Like, everyone yeah. takes their own thing. And Everybody she purposely, writes about love and breakup all the time. Right. And she purposely does not say the names of these people except for, like, Joe Jonas and Dear John, and John Mayer. Like, and, except for that. But this specific album, she refuses to name drop. She refuses to do it. She, whenever she's asked about it in interviews, she immediately cuts left. Well, like, she's Jake, like, nope. Jake keeps insisting that he hasn't, like, heard it or seen it. And I'm like, you're a filthy liar. You're filthy because you don't shower. There's no way. There's no way he avo- he's avoided that, okay? Like, there's no way. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, there's nothing in you this world. You turn on the radio. And no amount of Oscar nominations is going to convince me that you haven't seen that. Like, I don't care. Like, nothing, it doesn't make you the bigger person. Like, it, it, it doesn't. Does he genuinely not shower? That's like a thing with him. Yeah, he's like, I don't shower that often. That often? What Does that mean like once a week? Look, we don't know. Listen. We don't care to know. I don't listen, read articles about Jake Gyllenhaal. This is the worst thing about me. And this is off the record. <laughs> If he That's ever totally if he ever approached me and wanted to hit it just once, I'd do it. Like I would. Because <laughs> I mean, look at the man. Look at I, him. You're correct. He is a beautiful I mean, person. If it you would, want to depend inc- on how what he smelled like. If you want to if you want to put that on if you want to put that in there though, that that would be fine. Like you know, that's fine. Um but I, just, I had to say, I had to say it first. I was like, just so you know, I am a bit ashamed about this. <laughs> because... I feel like there's there is a difference between like physical attraction oh. and emotional attraction. You're not going to necessarily want to be in, in a relationship. Yeah, just him. I just want to cross it, it off. 
I just want to cross it off of a list. And then as soon as we're done, I want to ask him where the Garth is. Oh, see, <laughs> I'm choking I was going to be like related. <laughs> I would pretend like I was going to hook up with him and then be like, oh, you want to be like a little spicy? And then like time. Where's out, that Gucci like, scarf, Jay? <laughs> Short film. We're watching it, and you can't say that you haven't seen it. That's even, but tie him down and make him watch it. With a scarf for metaphoric resonance. And then, and then when it's all over, I'm Ooh. taking it back, and then I'm going to go stand in her Tribeca neighborhood and be like, I got it back, babe. Bestie, Just, you've been looking here. for this. It's here. Oh, and not to mention, sorry, I just thought about this. The she released merch of an empty journal of like the all too well book, like that. It's like an empty bound hardback me, book. Let me update. Ooh. So in the end of the all too oh, well short film, right, it okay. ends with Sorry. Taylor Swift is a redhead. First of all, stunning, gorgeous, yeah. perfect. Oh yeah, this um, is my phone case she, by the way. Of course, of course it, it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's the Evermore. Focus. It's my favorite okay. album cover of hers. It's, 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 it's just, beautiful. Yeah. Stunning. So it ends with redheaded Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. adult Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. walking into an author event, and there's a novel titled All Too Well, and she's, like, preparing to do a speech. Why? Okay, that's absolutely a sign. Yeah. That okay. she's going to be writing a novel. Well, stay tuned for part 13 of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just turning into we'll a Taylor Swift we'll podcast. I've got the, uh, I've got the, I've got her, her website is bookmarked on my phone, obviously. But I, <laughs> like, that's the, uh, that's what it Again, looks like. Again, how is that not a sign that she right. is and writing a book? It literally even says a novel. Yeah. And it's, you know. And they're like, oh, it's a journal for you to write it. Write your own story. But before we continue, this is a reminder to everybody that's listening to pause the podcast and go and upgrade any fearless or red songs on your playlist to the Taylor's version. I already did that. You delete that old file right now. Right now. Block it on Spotify. I have purchased two different versions of that and I happily threw away the other one. So you can do it too. Okay, I'm manifesting this. One of my favorite, like, I'm in a mood albums is Reputation, I think, yep. for obvious reasons. Yep. I am manifesting that I can find a version in a Goodwill or, like, a used music store so I can stop streaming it on Spotify. Because I comes out with her own version. Yeah. tell you what. Like, the way that I do it is I have the CD, which is in my car, uh, the, like, from when I bought it, you know, back in the day. Uh, I have the vinyl from when I bought it back in the day. It's gorgeous. And then what I listen to on my, like when I'm, like when I'm on the treadmill, Reputation is like the album to do it. Like I listen to the downloaded purchased version from 2017 that has stayed in my iTunes library since then. So I think I avoid streaming in that way. I obviously don't hate on anybody that's going to do that because she still gets money from that it's still her song yeah, yes. like and if that's but your only is, way it is a disadvantage to those of us who have entered the fandom later in the game well yeah yeah it don't is have those original copies purchased i mean but anyway yeah yes. i don't i don't have like all of the originals like i think the only original cd i have is fearless is the only original one I have, but then after that, it's 1989 on, because 1989, like, 
that really cemented it for me. Like that was it. In it to win it. I was after, I was like, if I wasn't before, I absolutely am now. Like it was, that was it, you know? All of the, all the vehicular manslaughter really did it for you. <laughs> Alleged. Let me, let Alleged. me tell you something. Alleged. Let me tell you something. I just have one thing to say. No body, no crime. And we pour the wine. Forcibly pulls off the cork. All right. Okay, but. I do nothing (laughs) undramatically. We know. (laughs) Okay, so re-recordings. First up. First possible suspect. We have Speak Now. Taylor's third studio album. Let me pull up my notes here. Was originally released on October 25th, 2010. Everybody yes. stop. Think about where were you in your life in 2010. There you go. Senior it year of high school. Junior year of high school. Sophomore year of high school. Oh, you Oh, my God. Well, actually, October. So it was the beginning of junior year. Yeah. Yeah, that was the beginning of my senior year. Yeah. You um, said 2010, no, no, no. right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That Correct. was. Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. That was that was senior year for me, too. Because yeah. I graduated in 2011, so yeah, that was my senior year. Good job, everybody. Wow, <laughs> we, we can math. A we five, understand six, how our lives. Are. <laughs> okay, all right. Speak now. It debuted. Uh, it debuted atop the Billboard 200 with first week sales of one million copies. I also think mine was her first number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100, wasn't it? I don't have that in my notes, so I believe you. I will look that up. I'm so sorry for interrupting you, but I, I will look that up right now. You're fine. That is okay. so rude of me. I'm so... I just, I figured we'd give a little recap and then we get into like the conspiracy of it all. Oh, okay. I'm, um, okay. Because not everyone, i.e. me, are not everyone. at the and also, like, correct this is just... level. Anytime Taylor Swift comes up in conversation, I can't help myself. Like it's disgusting. You're that person in it's the bar disgusting. that's like disgusting. But I won't. I won't bring her up. But the second you do, you're gonna regret it. I'm. I'm just me, saying. Me and Mount Everest. It's fine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's fine. Um. Okay. But also, this is just an excuse. These little recap moments are an excuse for me to like brag about her and like how awesome she is. So. Well, I I do it all the time. <laughs> Speak Now became the fastest-selling digital album by a female artist, with 278,000 downloads in a week, which earned Taylor an entry in the 2010 Guinness Book of World Records. Miss Swift wrote the album alone and co-produced every single track. Sorry, did you know that that was because, for Fearless, after she won Album of the Year, many people within the industry were like, there's no way she's holding her weight in the writing session. <gasps> there's no way. Some 19-year-old girl, there's no way she's holding her weight. So she said, fine, I'll write this one all by myself. She said, hold my root beer. At 19. Because at, she's 19 years old. Like, So she, at 19 years old, was like, fine, I'll just write it by myself. That's amazing. Right? And so, like, she's been making moves like that since, like, day one. The beginning. Yeah. Like, this is nothing. Her, like, ferociousness within the business is nothing new. People just love to cut her down because she's successful. Like, that's it. They love to just find those one little things that might be, like, a flaw. And they're like, oh, that's, see? See? She's not And this is a lesson for everybody listening. You can do great things, no matter what anyone else tells you. Hell yeah. Wow. That was deep. 
Good. Emma's like, I have to contribute. This is Golf my only clap. way to contribute. Golf clap. Uh, you know what? I'll do my Dumbledore clap. There we go. Oh, lovely. <laughs> lovely. All right. Children. Sorry. <laughs> so many Swifties believe that Speak Now will be our next Taylor's version delicacy to devour and feel that they have the proof to back it up. Oh. So I'm going to tell you. Okay, give me all, give me all evidence. the things. <laughs> so during the week leading up to the release of Red, Taylor's version, the price for her official signed CD on her merch store was $20.10. If the 10 extra cents wasn't suspicious enough, the price was printed in purple. And it is well documented, as previously discussed in the Karma Conversation, it is well documented that Taylor is an era queen who likes to tie everything, including her looks, together with an album. And the color of the Speak Now era, purple. Mm-hmm. 2010, purple. Mm. To celebrate the release of Red Taylor's version, Taylor penned an emotional letter to fans on Instagram. Mm. Did she? Did she? I cried. <laughs> Update. Stephen cried. Great. Here, okay, so I'm quote, sorry. <laughs> quote. Red is about to be mine again, but it has always been ours. Tonight, we begin again. So. Why did you cry, Stephen? Tell us. Just, I mean, because, like, that was always an album I felt was, like, really underappreciated. And I always really loved it from back in the day. And I, without giving too much away about myself, was like processing feelings at this time. And like, I really wanted the 1989 re-recording because I was like, I can just dance my blues away and it's all good, right? And she said, no. <laughs> she said, you're going to be sad, okay? Deal with it. And okay. like, <laughs> And like, I'm so grateful that I finally like, got that like it gave me the catharsis that I always needed like listening to it all the way through and also it is now finally getting the recognition that that album always deserved in its original form so I I mean even when Rolling Stone did like the top 100 albums of the decade when 2020 hit Red was number four like it was number four and even though it has like a 77 Metacritic score it was number four because they said it is that people like across the board, snobbish, not snobbish. Like everyone says it's her magnum opus. And like the first time I heard that, I was like, yes, that is. And then to have 1989 follow it just like proves how like incredibly versatile and talented she is. So there's something about that whole like connection between those two albums and like the re-release. And it was just so much. It was, and plus, I was so hoping for 1989, so I was a little bit crushed. Aww. It's okay, though. She knew. She knew you needed Red Taylor's version. She always does. She always does. But in her little caption, like, is about to be mine again. Like, the song's mine and begin again. Okay. Two tracks off of Speak Now. I know well, begin again. no. No? No, ours is a bonus track okay i was right that's what so, i had in my notes but that's oh okay i was wrong begin again was the original closing track to red oh i see 
Ours, ours was a bonus track, which is the only bonus track up until the Vault songs that actually ever got a music video. And, and, but you were right that mine was the lead single, but I was wrong, actually. We Are Never Getting Back Together was Taylor's first number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100, not mine. We all make mistakes. It's okay. <laughs> I say, cause I just made a mistake. I'm not being shady. <laughs> no, no, she's like, It was the way you said it. Anyway, I was like, I'm going right. to have to call an intense therapy session tomorrow to deal with this. Be like, <laughs> the backlash of what I've done. I've messed up. Okay. But we're back to the conspiracy. Yes. Right. Sorry to yes. correct we're you here. on that time. It's so okay. Sorry. It's all we're right. Here. You can take it up with BuzzFeed or whichever source I pulled yeah, they up. Yeah, they were wrong. <laughs> they were incorrect. Okay. <laughs> on November 12th, 2021, Taylor arrived at the premiere of the All Too Well short film looking gorgeous in a purple velvet suit. Shout out to her. We love mm-hmm. it. It's beautiful. And the day after releasing Red Taylor's version, our queen hosted SNL. In addition to cracking our hearts open with a live version of All Too Well 10-minute version Taylor's version, Taylor also sang in a hilarious sketch with Pete Davidson. The song was an original song titled Three Sad Virgins. And some fans point to the three in the title as being a reference to Taylor's third studio album. Can we also address that uh, she sang with Pete Davidson, who is now dating Kim Kardashian, the ex-wife of Kanye. Well, let's let's just let's focus on where we are right now. There's that. Britney's pregnant and Jen and Ben are engaged. It's the mid 2000s. They're wait, they're engaged? Yes. As where they, have you been for 3 days? She doesn't go on I the don't internet. I am not an I'm sorry. I'm not an yes. internet person. They are we're we're basically living in the mid 2000s again. I as long as asymmetrical skirts and low-rise jeans, and low-rise jeans do not come back. back. And what picked way to round out this moment of nostalgia than releasing Speak Now, which was the end of the early to mid-2000s? Wow. See, I'd be okay with that. All right, well, I have more evidence. Oh, I'm sorry. Of course Continue. you do. Of course you do. There's, sorry. But wait, there's more. But wait. wait. There's more. So most of this evidence is coming from our Red Taylors version yeah. era time period because it's the most recent. Right. Okay. So many point to the music video for a vault track off of Red TV, which the song is titled I Bet You Think About Me, which is also a banger, uh, released on November 15th, which stars actor Miles Teller and his wife, Kaylee Sperry Teller, as well as Miss Taylor Swift. Okay. Taylor's good friend, Blake Lively, directed the video. We'll come back to Miss Blake. She's part of this. Oh, yeah. But she knows. She, I know she knows. Okay. She knows everything. This this video for the song takes place at the wedding of Taylor's ex, who's played by Miles Teller. And this is significant because a wedding is also a backdrop for one of the key songs off of Speak Now. And the red dress that Taylor's wearing in this video looks very suspiciously similar to the one she wore on the deluxe edition of Speak Now. So people are like, 
Bessie, that dress looks familiar. Are you talking about like the wedding dress that she wears? Well, she, yeah, the red dress that she's yeah, wearing yeah. and I bet you think about me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it also, when it's white, it looks like the dress that she wore in her Wonderstruck perfume commercial, which Wonderstruck is a word that she uses regularly in the song Enchanted on Speak Now, which is the best song on Speak Now. I don't care what anybody else says. And it also looks like the dress that somebody on tour wore when she would sing the song Speak Now when she's talking about, I'm not the kind of girl who would be rudely barging in on a white veil occasion. So on tour, they acted out like a wedding, and the girl who was playing the bride is wearing a dress that is very similar to the one that she uses in that video. Mm. Do you have that in your notes? I'm going to feel so bad if you have that in your notes. No, I don't. Oh, oh, okay, good. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) He's like, ha-ha! I've I've done something for you. I've contributed. (laughs) And this is why we bring the subject expert on the podcast. Oh, okay. Look, the research... The source list is long, y'all. Go check oh, it out. Yeah. There's some TikToks, there's some music videos, some Instagram posts. There's a whole lot for you to discover. I'm sure a lot of like, I'm sure a lot of like Swift Talk Detective and like uh, Thrifty Swifty. And uh, I love Swift Talk Detective. Her and I have like a nice little rapport back and forth. And I, I just, I think she's so great. I, I love her so much. I love the name. <laughs> Oh yeah, so yeah. She, good names. Yeah, she's she's yeah. I, the, some of the names on on there are really really creative. I didn't even come up with my own name. Somebody in the comments did one day, and I I just switched to it impulsively. And you were like, ah, no, I like I just was like impulsively was like that's it, and I just took it I mean, right then and there. It suits. It suits. So I should have. I should. It's hanging right there. I should have worn it, but it's I. You know, I. It's, you had you had an even better option. We love a cat. With your, at, at, cat. at this point, half of my wardrobe is what I wear to work and my Taylor Swift merch. Like that's pretty much what my wardrobe is at this point. I would expect and want. And it even it even bleeds into my work wardrobe a little bit too. So I mean, you know, live your truth. You know. <laughs> oh, also in this video, when she's at this wedding, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. And a very adorable child claw into the wedding cake. I want to do that. Okay, but she uses three fingers to claw into the cake. So people are like, the number three? Like a sloth? I, I guess, but third studio album. Yeah, that's literally, you know, she went, she went. Yeah, so it's intentional, as is everything. All right, so remember, okay, okay. we're back, Blake Lively. So Blake posted her own... <laughs> I was like, celebration? Is that what we call it? I don't know. We'll decide. Of the video and their collaboration on November 15th. And in this Instagram post, which is linked in the show notes, she is pretending to pee at a urinal with the, the caption is the iconic Taylor quote, quote, not a lot going on at the moment. Triggering. (laughs) Why is it triggering, Stephen? Please. Because... Every time she posts that, it means something's coming. She, okay, she did it before Folklore. She did it before Evermore. She did it before, like, I think 1989. Even in the 22 music video, she's wearing a t-shirt that says, like, not a lot going on at the moment. And it has stuck with her ever since. It's a torturous tool that she uses (laughs) to let us know that clownery is afoot. Get out your your clown makeup. I am. There you go. Like the whole, yeah. 
it ignites a fire. Yes. So, so this picture. There were five holes in the fence. (laughs) Triggering caption aside. Um, kind of weird, but like, what's the big deal? Well, Emma, let me tell you. Thank you. There are four urinals visible in the picture, and which one is Blake standing in front of? The third one. Of course she is. So people think that that is also a sign. And they're like best friends, okay? Like, yeah. the, 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 the trilogy on folklore, Inez, James, Betty, those are her kids' names. With Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I love the name Inez. And she literally thanked them in her Grammy speech and said, to the two people I play my music for first and who let me name my songs after the, their kids or like whatever reference she made to them. It was very clear. She was talking about how like her and Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are like, BF. she went trick or treating with them. Imagine having Taylor Swift as your aunt. Right. I mean, she wore like a squirrel like outfit and put a face thing to cover who she was but perfect of course you should oh no 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 oh no 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 no. but she made sure to be like (laughs) here's my braid here's my braid (laughs) also when you're trick-or-treating with famous people and their kids doesn't matter if you are also a famous person no i mean it depends on you know, I don't who know. sees you, I guess. If they showed up to Steven's house for trick-or-treating, he'd be like, children, get out of the way. I'd be like, which Take one are you? Are you James, Betty, or Inez? Which one? <laughs> who time? am I looking at? No, but I, I genuinely, like, no, I think there would still be, like, a level of coolness about it. I mean, they've been friends for a while, so, like, I think it has yeah. died down a little bit. And, I mean, no disrespect to Blake Lively, but there is a very different thing being Blake Lively famous and being Taylor Swift famous. Those no, are two very t- different it's things. Totally fair. And also, like the that demographic that they are. Oh yeah, is Her, very different. As Blake well. Lively's demographic is about it exists. We watched Gossip Girl. Like that's where it comes from, and then it stems from her other movies. Taylor Swift. If you've ever been to one of her concerts, it is the largest range of people I have ever seen in my life in one place. Like it I is. To, I used to babysit. A, sh- she's no longer a child, but she was 10 when I started babysitting her. This girl is now 22, and I'm like, I don't, like, but she's a full-on Taylor Swift. Like, she's it's, from the, she spans from generations. 10 years old, from 10 years old, she was like, Taylor Swift is my per Every single Halloween, this girl was dressed up as Taylor, and she went to almost every single concert that she could. I think I lied. I think she's actually 20. That would make a lot more sense for my age as well. There you go. I um, think even Taylor's music like, grew up because her younger fan base, even beyond our ages, finally yeah. grew up as well. So she was like, I'm going to say, f-. like, I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. I can now because even my youngest fan base is now like 18. Yeah, because I've been I, doing this for 15 cousin, years. You know, my like, cousin and I bond over Taylor Swift. She's aww. a senior in high school. She played Squidward in SpongeBob the Musical. She killed good it. Good for her. Top dancing with all four of her feet. It was great. Good for her. Um, so shout out to Grace. I send her all my Taylor Swift little TikToks that I find. I'm like, I send them. I have like a group of like Swifty <laughs> friends that I'm like, I send some of them to you, but not the really like. I don't. <laughs> not the eight levels deep ones. But now you're going to be ready. You're going to be. I'm. This also, kind of also have I have to say, I don't see everything, as shocking as that might sound. So if you see something that you think I might not have seen, please send it to me. 
She's already complained to me Here's that you are not mutuals. We're not mutuals. <gasps> are we not? Me. <laughs> oh my I god. I went to try and He's send good. you something yesterday. Look at you using I poop to so vernacular. Right now. Oh my god. Hold on. I gotta fix this right fix now. Fix real that. quick. And then yeah, I'll send you stuff. I'll be like, duet this, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> the man <laughs> is too stunned to speak. <laughs> I am. I am. Like, I know it's hard being famous, being noticed I... by Taylor Swift two different times and having all these <laughs> followers, but, like, remember us little people that did the bend and snap, okay? Oh, there you are. Follow back. Follow Thanks. back. Oh, my God, Emma. Can you believe it? The cardigan guy followed me on hey, TikTok. Hey, to help, you, to help you out there, I didn't follow Munster back until yesterday. So that's, and I live with her. <laughs> I have been yeah. I have been copying and pasting links to TikToks and texting them to her instead of following her back. Old school. That's what I have to do to my husband. Dean doesn't know he's not on TikTok, and so I, he he can't ever see things unless he watches them with me. Right. And so I have to just text them to him, but then now he can't open it because he doesn't have a TikTok. So. Oh my god. It's okay. I've tailored the videos I send to you. Ha. <laughs> tailored <laughs> that's good um but with the knowledge that he's watching with you so it's less that's true it's a lot it's less less men. chris evans and more funny christianity jokes <laughs> that's not all you send me not exclusively you send no. me a lot of drag stuff actually not that much because you don't understand all of it mm. i am proud of you for gooped so our next piece of evidence oh for speak now yeah. Speak now. Yes. Right. We're yes. still on speak now. We're yeah. still on speak now. We are. We continue to speak now. And here we go. Okay. So Taylor Swift and Alana Hyam, we think Hayim? how it's pronounced, her close friend and one of the three members of the music group Hyam, with whom she collaborated on a great murder song, Nobody No Crime. Yeah. That is, a, that is an amazing song. I can't listen to it in the car, though, because there are police sirens in it. And I always am like, oh, no. <laughs> Every time Tolerate It ends and Nobody No Crime begins, there is a part of me I'm driving and I'm literally like, what did I do? Even though I know exactly what song is coming next. I know exactly how it sounds. I'm like, and I'll literally even say, I'll literally even say at the end of Tolerate It, I'm like, "Mm, yes, Nobody No Crime. Like, I'll be like, yes, "Yes, it's coming. See, but all of us are so Pavlovian at this point that we're like, oh my God, what did I do? What did I do? Am I speeding? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Right. You're like, ooh, immediate slowdown. Okay. Yeah. So the two of them yes. threw a joint birthday party in December of 2021 to ring in their 32nd and 30th birthdays, respectively. Yes, Taylor Swift is only 32. Think about your life. Think about your choices. What are yeah. we all doing? I it turned 30 this year and it's mortifying. Well, we love you. You're killing it. You're living. You're I live in a basement. Same decade as Taylor Swift. <laughs> you're still doing amazing, sweetie. You look great in this basement. Okay. Thank All you right. so much. But, so fans, the fans are always very quick to narrow in on any little thing on mm-hmm. our queen's social media posts. So what is in the background of one of these birthday post images? Let me tell you, Emma. Cecilia has to tell me. <laughs> an American Music Award that she won for the album Speak Now. Now, let me remind you 
Taylor Swift has won numerous awards, including 11 Grammys. So why would this this award be the only one in the background of that, her photo? That's weird. Unless she has like a room in, in, in each room in her house has like a dedicated. She also is the most awarded artist in the history of the American Music Awards, surpassing so cool. Michael Jackson. On the same, on the same night that she wins Artist Artist of the Decade, she wins Artist of the Year and goes home with an additional five awards. She was only nominated for five. She went home with six. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Icon behavior. I mean, I expect it at this point, honestly. I'm not, nothing surprises me. Truly. Except when it does. Except when she decides to just ruin our lives. I could very much wake up tomorrow and get an announcement about Speak Now or 1989, and I would literally be like, oh my god! All right, here we go. We're reaching the end of um, of my speak yeah, now, Evan. I'm evidence. so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, we just the only way we can get through this is together, and this is, we're here for the journey, you know, not the end result. So, on February 11th, 2022, <laughs> 2022, we've made it to this year. Again, Blake Lively, she's back. She's causing trouble. She and posted. You were trouble when you walked in. We love a chaotic queen. We love a chaotic Um, queen. So Blake Lively posts a series of Instagram photos in which she looks stunning, first of all. Well, yeah. My little crush from Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants is still going strong. I have a huge girl crush on Blake Lively, like constantly. I I stalk her Instagram. She's so beautiful. I can't. If you didn't, I'd be a bit concerned. Right? You have eyes. Yeah. She glows from within. Well, she glows from within, and she looks great in a purple jumpsuit. And the caption in this photo, quote, back to business. Is there another song that says back to on Speak Now? Back to December. Back to December on Speak Now? It is. It's the third track on Speak Now. So back to business. Of course he knows. (laughs) Back to December. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not back to, uh, because it's not track five. So it goes mine Sparks fly. Uh, what's the song I was just talking about? Back to December. Back to business. Uh, speak Back now. Business. Speak now, and then Dear John, because Dear John is track five from Speak Now. So that's and just just for the listeners at home, that was all off the top of his head. Oh yeah, he was not consulting. <sighs> he had his no computer. notes. It was just the brain and some counting on some fingers. It was great. Okay, so I have a lot of time on my hands, <laughs> <laughs> and we so we do benefit. We from that so we love it okay more recently Mm. taylor was named as the first ever global record store day ambassador love that for her next weekend on april 23rd so it might be tomorrow when this is released yes yes so tomorrow is record store day when, when you're listening and what color is taylor wearing in this promotional photo you guessed it purple although i read an article that was like Guys, don't read into that. That was from our record store day team. We picked the picture. And I'm like, yeah, Everything you do is deliberate. You know what you're doing to people. That's coincidental. They're saying it wasn't her. They said they picked the photo, that Taylor didn't submit the photo. Oh, I see. They picked. I still think Taylor sends you a photo, you put it up. The photo they picked, I think, is when she teased um, that Red was coming next. She was going to the Brit Awards, and she, like, 
did her classic like bangs, long hair, red lip look. And she like turned her head in that way that she does where she's like, you know, and, um, and she, uh, and like that is the image that they use. So it's kind of funny that she was teasing another album in that image and people have misinterpreted that this is to tease a totally different album altogether. So, mm. Look, but of course she got that. I'm going to think about it, but she's of course got that classic red lip thing that we like. So classic. There we go. I knew at I some point it was going to come up. Because that's a lyric from style. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. See, again, I am Captain America. That's my favorite. That's my favorite song from 1989 is style. It's a good one. So that is the body of evidence. Mm -hmm. However, the only thing that might stand in the way of Speak Now Taylor's version is that apparently the phrase Speak Now has been trademarked by a company called OnePlus as the voice activation feature for their televisions. And apparently the court is concerned that people will get confused. I've never even heard of it. So, yeah, so that is that is completely accurate. Um, So, like, this is where my preparation comes in, because I did know about this, but I needed to remember all the details about it, because there are two lawsuits currently blocking the re-release of a couple of albums from Taylor Swift. Just we'll get two. to the other one. Yeah, you know. So, but, but to start, this is one of them. So just to like get it out of the way, Taylor's application for her Speak Now trademark has not been denied. Like it's just delayed because the USPTO, like the office that handles like patents and trademarks yep. and all that, they're just making sure they're doing their due diligence and being like all the I's are dotted, all the T's are crossed. Um, her trademark was approved along with the trademark application that people were suspecting was blocking Taylor. So like both of their applications have been approved because they belong to different categories. So they can have the same name, but where the confusion lies and why there seems to be a holdup is because there is a question as to how they will be marketed. Will they be marketed using just speak now? And obviously our Speak Now will be marketed as Speak Now TV, parentheses yeah. Taylor's version. Overall, like I just, I literally think that's all that's holding it up. But the thing is, is that they will not resolve it until Speak Now provides, Speak Now One Plus mm-hmm. provides all the information that they need to. And they have up to six months to do that. Mm. And like Taylor's team tried to extradite it, being like, here's all our information. Like, yeah. here's all what we're doing. And they're like, that's great, but we cannot, like, officially give you all the go-ahead until the other one gives us everything they're going to be doing marketing-wise. So that's where the holdup is. Like, everybody's good to go for the most part. It's just Mm -hmm. that we're waiting for, like, more information. That's all. Right. Well, in the example that I saw in, like, the How to Explain Legalese articles that I was reading, the example they used was Dove. Dove soap and Dove chocolate. They're both mm-hmm. marketed oh. in such a way that you wouldn't go to the soap aisle and, and think Expect, of a chocolate bar. Yeah, it, yeah, it literally know. has all to do with the marketing. It's like what is holding all of this up. is that they need to make sure that there's no confusion in the marketing. Oh, I feel like I should have done more homework. Like I should have been listening to all the albums. But I'm Meanwhile, I'm sitting here can. being like, huh? You got to everything. I got to tell you. And you also understood when I was quoting style. So like that. 
I will say that is one of her more like it's a like, banger. It, it's a banger. It's it's like, one that everyone knows, and if you don't know it, that's a bit of an issue. Yeah. So. Ex- well, yeah, because like, it's one of her best, in in my in my opinion, it really is. It's like that song and Lover. My husband can sing from heart, no wow. matter what. Lover has a first dance version of it. If you've ever heard it, it has like a whole string version of it. It's beautiful. I found him in his in his car by himself, just like singing along to it. It was amazing. He's a good one. He is a good one. I love we'll him so much. Him. I only hope that I can find that for myself. My God. I hope that everyone can. Everybody needs a dean. Steven. Everyone needs a dean. <laughs> Wow. That was so much. So much. I don't even know. I will be processing this for the rest of my life, it feels like. I do I, I do think, though, that I truly am Captain America. I am Steve Rogers in all of this, just going, oh, I understood that reference. I understood that. I get that. You even made a couple of references. I know. I'm very proud of myself. I'm I really, proud of you. I'm really happy that I was able to sneak those in because, you know. Well, Felt like a little fish out of watery, but now I'm getting a little bit deeper in it. Yeah, I'm feeling come pretty on good. Out. The water's well, fine. Yep, it's getting a little warmer, so yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Well, I'm just grateful that we had Steven. Oh my gosh! Expert. Absolute subject expert. Because clearly, I can do as much research as I want, but nothing can replace the like on the ground lived experience. And a, a guest who comes with notes. Ah. How beautiful. We love it so much. We love we love you, Stephen. Thank you so much for coming. For sure. Don't forget to follow Stephen on <gasps> TikTok. Yes. He's the cardigan guy. And please go follow him because honestly, y'all are missing out on the face face expressions that are happening yeah, his, during this. His facial expressions are amazing. <laughs> so you should go follow him. And remember this podcast. Doesn't exist. I think that was good. We'll I think take that it. was good. I think that was pretty good. I'm pretty proud of us. Great. Yep. Mm-hmm.